Hello, lovely. It's Shauna Lee, and welcome back to the Soul Frequency Show podcast, where we're stepping into the light and raising our frequency together. Each week, we get to return to this sacred space to have conversations about the things we all experience in life, love, health, and career. A space where we, as spiritual beings, having this human experience can amplify our gifts and remember our truth. The title of this episode is Life Review. They say that when we pass on in life, that we are taken through a life review, looking at each of the experiences in our life and reflecting on how we showed up to each one of them. I love doing this each year, kind of taking a review of the year and reflecting back on all of the goodness, all of the lessons, even the tough ones. And as I begin to look back over this year, I was reminiscing on starting this show over two years ago. And one night I just decided, I don't know why it was so random to go back and listen to the very first episode. I've literally not listened to that since I recorded it over two years ago. And I felt a little like emotional about it. I mean, there's been such an incredible journey over the past, let's say two and a half years. And some of the first episode actually ended up being the first part of my book, The Soul Frequency, Your Healthy, Awakened and Authentic Life. And it feels like I was a different person in some ways. I mean, we all grow. And at this time on the planet, we're growing so fast. And so it got me thinking, like, I wonder what you were up to two years ago. Who were you? Have you thought back to December of 2017 and what you were up to, what you believed back then, what has changed since that time? What have you learned, right? And what, what is, what's gone on in your life? It's so good to look back and see where we've been and just to revisit ourselves back then. Sometimes it's cool to even go back in your phone and look at photos from that time. And to see how much we've grown, because we forget about that. We forget about the growth. We're so far looking ahead and what's going to happen and going into the future that we forget to look back and be grateful for what has happened. And this past year has been amazing on the show. And it's only because of you really showing up here to listen to it. If you didn't tune in each week, um, taking in the sessions episodes or listening to the interviews, there would be no show. So Thank you for being here and taking this journey with me. It really, truly touches my heart and it means the world to me. And because I feel energy so intensely, I can feel your energy. I can feel you guys out there listening to the show. And I'm so grateful. And every time you do that, you bring your special energy into this moment. And that energy that we all bring into this moment amplifies out into the world. So it's a big deal. And there have been certain highlights as I look back over my year, and I hope that this inspires you to write down the highlights in your past year and the things that have gone on in your life over the past 12 months. One of the highlights um, of my year was moving into a place that feels like home. I don't know why, but I just felt like I belong here in this house. There's so much light um, that it just naturally flows into this house. And that just feels so good to me. I know our environment is super important. And if we don't feel good in our environment, it's hard to feel good within ourselves. 
also to live in a house that has a number frequency that is awesome. Um, you know me, cause like, I can't, I couldn't live in a house with a number frequency that wasn't good. Right. Cause I so wholeheartedly feel the energy of numbers. So everything lined up for me in that way this year and watching my son just grow this year and build incredible things has been so inspiring. He is truly just a full on little boy now who is curious and creative and that has made this year so joyous. Um, also helping him fulfill his dream of starting his own YouTube channel, it, which is called Jameson Explores. And that has been such a fun project that all of us here in the house have collaborated on. And just to watch him create. And, you know, we made him wait a year and make sure he really wanted to do it. And he was really going to be dedicated to it. And he never wavered in his desire. And he says he's going to have it forever. So when Jameson's 50, he might still have a YouTube channel. I don't know. Um, but just to be at such a young age and to be creating things um, has just been special to watch. Another special thing this year was hosting a one-day retreat called Embody Your Soul Frequency, which we did in Redondo Beach at the Alami Studio. And that was incredible. It was something new um, that I had created in partnership with my friend Heather. And getting to share that space with the women there was in amazing. Getting to be together all day in person, um, it was just awesome. I had a vision for it of how to set up the room and how to create the space. And just seeing it come to life was truly gratifying. And I think that that's the inspiration is to be able to create something in your head and watch it come to life in the three-dimensional reality. I think that that is where true joy comes from and just passion and, and seeing our own powerful ability to manifest like happening in real time is so empowering. Also, this year was full of the sacred circle of the soul frequency experience. There were three groups of women that came together this year to share in sacred circle it absolutely blew me away, the connections and the love and the care that each of the women had for each other and what it was like to facilitate that um, was just amazing. And I love to see each one of them interacting with each other on social media and supporting each other. That's really what's it, what it's about is creating this circle that continues on. And so the five weeks I spent with each of those groups was just fulfilling and beautiful and watching their lives expand. There are so many cool things being created by the people that were in these groups. And so um, certainly we talk about it in the Soul Frequency VIP group on Facebook, which please come and join us there. It's totally free. Anybody can join that group and we just share a lot of stuff in there. So the next Soul Frequency experience starts January 28th. I hope you join us. Um, it is truly the most magical carpet ride, if you can call it that. So another thing I love this year was listening to my husband play and create music. We are a very creative household. Um, I'm so blessed to be in relationship with him. He's such an incredible, loving soul. He lets me spread my wings. Um, he believes in me. Even when I come up with like wild ideas, he's like, yes, let's do it. And so... I can't even imagine not having that type of support around me. It's been healing for me. He's been healing for me over the past 10 years we've been together. So 
Also, I've gotten to travel this year some, um, meet new friends through the show, meet you guys, um, do some cool stuff with that. So I just wonder, you know, as I'm saying these things, what's spurring for you? What have been the best parts of 2019? What do you want to write down and just say, yes, this happened this year. And I just feel so good about it. It's so positive and super high frequency to celebrate all of the goodness, right? And so one of the things I wanted to do, um, since this is the last episode of 2019, we will be vacationing for the holidays uh, next week. And then we will come back on January 8th um, with our first episode back in the new year. So this is a good time if you have time off of work or time to relax to go back and listen to the sessions or the interview shows that you haven't heard or the ones that you feel like, uh, I bet I need to listen to that one again. Um, so go back and review those. And one of the things I want to do is kind of bring into this moment some of the most popular episodes for 2019, the ones that were downloaded the most, that you guys loved the most, um, and kind of like go into the episode and find out um, what was said and some of the cool things that we can have as quick takeaways. So there were six episodes that were our top downloaded episodes, and I'm going to share a little snippet from each of them just to remember that episode. Maybe you've heard it before, but the little snippet will kind of remind you, and maybe there's a small lesson in that for you that you need to take forward into 2020. So the first episode was Tarot for the Wild Soul. Lindsay Mack was on the show. This show aired on March 14th, 2019. I wanted to do an episode about tarot, and I love the approach and intention that Lindsay Mack takes with this. I loved this episode. I'm happy that you did too. So here's a little bit from Tarot for the Wild Soul. The tarot existed long before someone way back in the day thought to channel it into card form. So the tarot really is this pure distillation of kind of every experience that we have as human beings, as vessels, as souls having a human experience, it's there. Now, part of the thing is that we are human beings. So human beings have to channel that pure distillation through like our brains and our channels. And sometimes it's really easy to feel like the devil card is bad. And it's really easy for us to have that because there's been like generations, decades of book uh, like def definitions that have essentially corroborated that. <laughs> so it's really easy to feel like that card bad, certain cards good. It's really easy. But um, with you expressing like you saw the devil and you had this hit of contraction and then the reader came in and really expanded it for you, that reader um, really shines a light on how we can start to understand that there are no bad cards. It's, it's just work that we do over time. And I want to share that, um, that it may be that someone has been reading for 20 years and they pull three of swords and they have a hit of contraction. It's just like work that takes place over a lifetime where the more you pull, the more comfortable you become with the medicine that those cards bring. So just for anyone who's like, I've been reading and I don't know why I still don't like these cards. Like it's very normal. It's just like, that's the first hit. And then we have an opportunity to move through that hit. Um, and 
every card, every tarot card brings some kind of medicine in the same way that nettle does, in the same way that roses do, and in the same way that St. John's wort or St. Joan's wort does. Everyone does something a little different and you don't call on one when you need another. So part of our job and the reason why I teach that there are no bad cards and there are no scary cards, well, of course I can't control what people are afraid of. There really are no bad cards and no cards that intend to, to make us afraid. Um, but we are used to only really valuing and appreciating like stuff that is sweet or more comfortable. And it takes a little while to get used to the value of a sting or the value of bitterness. And that's sort of how we can begin to change our perception on what's a bad card um, because we're programmed not to wanna to be uncomfortable. And some of those cards that we're very familiar with kind of labeling bad or negative or whatever, they just bring spike. You know, for anybody who works with plants, like the sting of a nettle is one of the best things that you can do if you have arthritis, if you have pain in your joints. Um, Susan Weed taught me that where literally she had some of us who had pain like run our body parts through a patch of nettle and it worked. It was incredible. And nettle is considered to be like the breast milk of the earth if you're having it in tincture form or in um, an infusion. So that's not the way we live. The way we live is really linear and it takes a lot of practice. Like I know I'm speaking, like I'm preaching to the choir here, but it takes so much practice to remember that this is a spiralic existence and that there is no good and bad. It just is. Okay. The next episode was called Psychological Astrology. And this was by Danielle Beinstein, who was my guest. We totally needed an astrology episode on the show. I can't believe I made it to like two years without one. And so I connected with Danielle because I love how she connects astrology to how it can really serve our lives and help us understand our true nature. So the psychological astrology episode was released on June 19th. And I thought this part was so good. So astrologically speaking, I see that as the sun sign. So, because that's our core essence, right? If we're, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be incarnated. We wouldn't be on the planet if we didn't have an ego. It's just that: are we living in the shadow of it, or are we living in the highest expression of it? And then, of course, there's the the inner planets which support that as well. Um, the inner planets being Mercury, Mars, and Venus, and the Moon, which is our emotional landscape. But all of that is its personality. Right? So our soul needs a personality through which to navigate the world. Otherwise, there, there'd be no grist for the mill. So I see it as these kind of living archetypes within us. And it's up to us to use the energy to positive effect. So I see it as like, as it's kind of free will because I also believe that we are meant to have certain encounters and experiences that grow us as part of our evolutionary path. And again, the free will is like, what do we do in those moments? What choices do we make at those crossroads? The next episode was the truth about transformation. 
This episode was a vulnerability hangover moment in my life, but I'm so happy it had value for you all. And thank you for your supportive comments and messages and the love that you sent for this episode. Um, It was released on my birthday on June 26th. And here's a little piece from that episode. A spiritual awakening, you know, we hear about this a lot, the, the concept of a spiritual awakening. It's really the beginning process of discovering your personal truths at its core, which is many times realized through like understanding that some old beliefs we may have had or old ways we may have been doing life just don't feel good anymore. It's like, I don't want to live like this anymore for some reason. I don't really know why, but it doesn't feel good or right anymore. It doesn't feel true to me. So I've had clients many times who, you know, maybe used to go out a lot or maybe they would uh, drink or socialize a lot. And so all of a sudden they start feeling like that's not something they want to do anymore. Like it's not the way they want to spend their time or they don't want to not feel good in the morning. And it feels strange in some ways, like, gosh, I used to enjoy this so much, but, but I don't want to do it anymore. Or maybe they had interests that they had growing up. Right. And all of a sudden they get to a certain point in life and they go, do I really love you know, this anymore? Do I really connect with something? You know, maybe like I had a client who um, rode horses and grew up in a horse family and got to a point in their exploration of truth where they said, I don't know if horses is really something I want to do anymore, or I don't know if I want to own them anymore because I'm not sure that it wasn't just something I grew up around and I'm not sure that it's my personal truth. So there's a lot of questioning that goes on when we start discovering, wait, what is my truth separate than everybody else in my life or separate than the family that I grew up in? So we are all moving into this process of greater truth and alignment. A lot of people are having this happen. And at the beginning stages of it, there's a lot of secrecy around it. Like, Sometimes people aren't even telling their friends, right? Their closest friends, what's going on for them. They're just feeling like I live in a life that doesn't feel totally good to me anymore. Or how did I even create this life? Or is there something else for me? Is something else calling me? The next episode is called Reconnect With Yourself. And I had Connie Chapman on the show. The interconnection is the beginning of all growth. And I'm so happy that Connie came on the show and joined me to talk about this important message. So the Reconnect With Yourself episode was released on July 10th. And this is one part that I loved. It's a massive transition. It's a massive growth process. And I don't think it's something that we can um, play down as, as being, oh, you know, just simple and easy, just start telling everyone or just start stepping into that new thing. For most people that I work with, as it was for me, it's a very big process. And there's actually this massive transition we go through of almost unraveling an old identity, perhaps an identity that you have been, um, living and embodying almost for your whole life, potentially, and possibly an identity that you created and set up based on your childhood and the feedback you got from very significant people in your life about what made you lovable and what made you good enough. And so you're working to almost dismantle and break down a lot of key patterns around what gets you love, what makes you feel safe, what makes you feel worthy, um, what makes you feel 
um, confident. Like it's it's a big journey. And, you know, I don't want to make it sound bigger than it is, but that is usually the process that I see, that there is an unraveling of some old, um, both a sense of identity and old structures that you've built in your life off that old identity to sort of go through this metamorphosis of then, um, you first sort of have to go inwards. I think that's the first step as, as you touch on around connecting with yourself is the recognition, okay, something's shifting. I'm falling out of alignment with these old situations. This doesn't light me up anymore. This doesn't feel like me anymore. And then people will usually come to someone like me or you or some other type of coach or mentor or guide and and receive some support to go on that inner journey of almost reassessment of let me come back into connection with myself. Let me listen. Let me tune in. Let me face and feel what's arising within. Let me journal about it. Let me breathe through it. Let me learn how to hold space for myself when whew, big emotions like fear or resistance arise. I think the first step is knowing how to support ourselves through that. And then you know, I teach people a lot about really coming into connection with your heart and coming into connection with your intuition so that you, because you first have to find a sense of certainty in that voice. Very difficult to then stand with a key person in your life and speak from a place of certainty around what you want if you haven't yet come into that place of full certainty and ownership around it. You guys also loved neurotransmitters for weight loss. I had Dr. Anne-Marie Barter on the show. I was fascinated by this conversation with Dr. Anne-Marie about how brain chemistry relates to our ability to have sustained weight loss. So super cool episode. The Neurotransmitters for Weight Loss episode was released on July 24th. And here's a powerful clip from that one. The ones that I'm going to go into today, and there are more than this, but I'm going to talk primarily about serotonin, dopamine, and GABA, okay? So um, serotonin, most people know about as like an antidepressant. Like you, you hear about SSRIs or um, Lexapro or um, Zoloft is another one. And so both of the, these things um, are gonna boost serotonin in the brain, right? And so this is straight serotonin. Your body, again, should be able to make these things. Again, you should be able to make these things from your gut, from having a healthy diet, from not having gut infections, um, not having leaky gut, having the correct microbiome or the correct like gut flora, and then having stabilized blood sugar and then the right cofactors to make these things. So um, serotonin deficiency doesn't necessarily mean that you can't get off the couch. I think everybody says, well, I'm not depressed. So I tell patients about a time where I had a lot of stress coming down and I do not avoid like um, high hectic lifestyle. So it's something that I always have to watch out for when I start to get really depleted, right? And I don't, I know you don't either. So the, <laughs> the big thing that I noticed in my own life was I had to decorate two, two, uh, a, a new house. I had to put my house on the market and then I had to move my office. And so I had all this stuff going on um, at one time. It was kind of overwhelming. And so, you know, decorating two places was bananas. And I felt like I was so apathetic to how the decorations looked. Guess what, guys? That's serotonin deficiency. I wasn't depressed. I wasn't flat out on the couch. None of that. So 
when I look at your neurotransmitter sheet, the only serotonin deficiency that you have is you feel overwhelmed with ideas to manage sometimes. And, and sometimes that's just, hey, there's a lot going on. But sometimes doing, um, you know, things to help boost up our serotonin helps. But very common things that we see with serotonin deficiency, especially on the quiz, would be losing pleasure in, in hobbies and interests are one. Um, and then another one that people don't like to admit, but this happens a lot, are feelings of inner rage or anger. Like you don't know why you're mad. Like road rage is a great example of this. Like, right, you just get triggered and something comes up. Um, you know, feeling like you're not really happy or enjoying life. Like serotonin is your happy um, neurotransmitter. Like you should feel joyful about being places and about doing things and about decorating and about your friends and your favorite food. People that tell me, they come in and they say, you know what? Nothing sounds good. I just don't really want to eat anything. I'm so bored with my diet. I'm so over it. That is like a sign of low serotonin as well. And people aren't correlating that again, because they think of just depression as not being able to get off the couch. And then um, feelings of unprovoked anger or feeling more pain. So an interesting case that people don't link with serotonin is, you know, if you have a patient come in, for example, and they have all these headaches that they can't get to the bottom of, almost like migraines, and they've tried everything and, and nothing really works, you can actually have a serotonin deficiency that's contributing to migraines. So really super interesting stuff. So it's it, serotonin is important. Um, other things that we see with uh, serotonin issues are OCD is another one. And then um, high levels of IBS or irritable bowel syndrome and fibromyalgia are all linked to low levels of serotonin. The final most popular episode of the year was the Spiritual Atheist episode with Nick Jankel. It was so great to connect with Nick about his new book. There's such an incredible journey that he shares in this episode. It makes me think that we all have a path to walk in discovering our own inner truth. And the Spiritual Atheist episode was released on August 21st. Here's a powerful clip from that. So I talk about three major issues uh, that we all face and no one can escape these really. So we can either look at them as threats um, or opportunities. Uh, so I call it the triple threat or the triple opportunity. A little nod to Hollywood there, where a triple threat is uh, someone who can sing, act and dance. Um, so the triple threat that I see we all have to face is um, a rapidly multiplying world of exponential technologies. So, um, I mean, everything from Internet of Things, AI, machine learning, automation, robots, blockchain, um, 3D printing, 3D printing of, of, of cells, of biology. I mean, it's crazy what's going on. And it's all about to hit us in the next 10 years, you know, fundamentally change pretty much everything we do. Um, that's the first threat or opportunity. The second one is um, societal disruption. So massively changing cultures, generational changes, which you can see across the world um, are causing quite a lot of problems. You know, you've got baby boomers who just don't get sort of 25 year olds and what they want and need. And then the third sort of facet of this age is what I call despair or stress or damage. 
and it's things like global warming, climate change, um, extreme weather, pollution, um, depression, anxiety, um, stress, these real shocks to our system, um, which are coming along at the same time as the technology. So it's a really <laughs> fascinating time to be alive. And um, it asks, I think this time we're in asks a lot from us. And that's really the start point of all my work is how do we step up to what the age that we're in demands? I hope you all enjoyed these episodes and these little clips and all the other incredible episodes and guests this year. I am wishing each one of you a very happy holiday season. And there's so much joy at this time of year. There's so much reflection that we can do of all of these beautiful life experiences, all these things that are gifted to us to take forward into 2020. So take this break to just reflect on what you're grateful for, to listen to the episodes that are calling to you, to re-listen to the ones that you need a little more on, right? And to fill your mind and heart with love and learning and joy and tons of positive energy. I will see you back here on January 8th, where we will kick off 2020 in a big way. Sending you all my love. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Soul Frequency. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more powerful awakenings and positive vibes. 